Hello and welcome. We are broadcasting live from one of the most beautiful places on earth. It is the Bally Bunyan Golf Club. The video you're looking at right now on your television screen is actually from the Cashing Course. There's 36 holes here, the old course, of course, that is so famous. And then the Cashing Course, which is absolutely stunning. Robert Trent Jones, a senior with the design of the old course. It, look at this. I mean, it, it if this isn't heaven on earth, show me what is. It is that special. One of the grand cathedrals for the game of golf is this Ballybunion Golf Club, right set in the village of Ballybunion. And we're actually set inside of the banquet hall because tonight there will be a huge affair going on here. It's not just this room. It's all the rooms that, that make up the second story of this beautiful place. And the views that we get from inside this clubhouse you're kind of looking at them. Now, I realize this, this is drone footage, but that's the same coastline and the same vista that you look down on from the panoramic views that are available here inside of this building. And, of course, behind me, you're going to see all of the banquet chairs and, and the tables that are getting set up because the staff is working extremely hard to get everything ready for that which lies in store. It is that special a place we're here for the member guest tournament and I, I love this place it it missed it so much hello and welcome one and all you can kind of see the area behind me that i was describing to you you can see people shuffling to and fro getting everything ready for today uh but dom i guess tell me if it, if the news of the interview that brooks kepka did with golf digest is making it as much of a golf media buzz as it is on this side of the pond uh oh it's making a massive Massive buzz here in the States, although I'll be honest, and this is going to sound strange, I'm not sure it's making as big a splash as it should. I don't know if that makes sense because it's it has gotten a lot of traction and there's been a lot of uh, people and pundits weighing in with their opinions and, and whatnot. If you go to golfdigest.com, you can find the article. It's quite long. It's probably a good, you know, whatever, 15, 20 minutes to read it. But it's a fascinating window into how Brooks thinks and looks at the world now and how he's changed from his time as a rookie in his early 20s to, to where he is as a player now in his early 30s. Uh, Matt, I know there's a few sort of bullet points in that article that you want to go over today. Yeah. But, I mean, the, 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 you know, the snippet is, is he a team player, question mark? And I mm -hmm. think the article may have the answers to that question, and it's just interesting. Well, when you talk about the pundits, I have seen a number of different things, including Paul Azinger suggesting that maybe Brooks should step aside, and, and I think we're talking about the Ryder Cup, and I think that's actually tethered to the wrist injury as well and also the fact that he didn't go with the team, correct, to, to Whistling Straits when they went up and masked it to get a practice round in. Correct. But I think this is, again, talk about opinions and pundits. This is just my yep. perspective on it. I, I don't – I think that's less about the injury and more about the team. In other words, if you play on a sports team, everyone watching and listening to this, most of you played at least high school sports. If your team goes to travel to a big game and you can't play for whatever reason, I would think nine times out of ten, you Matt, you – you go with your team. You support your team. You're in the huddle. You're high-fiving players. You're you're talking. To, you know. You're screaming on the court, on the field, whatever it is. And mm -hmm. whether whether his wrist injury will literally keep him out or not, I think it's a little strange 
that he wouldn't go on sort of a team building exercise. I mean, there was the vice captains and captains were there. They're not playing. They're just team building, basically. So you would think he would go to do something like that. Well, to that Golf Digest article, uh, Matt Rudy wrote it. You can find it at golfdigest.com. There are a number. It's a long article, as Dom told you. I think he's, you just said it took you some 15 minutes or so to read the whole thing. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I'm going to go through some bullet points here that we think are important. Uh, Matt asks, you're 31. You've had wrist surgery and a big knee surgery this year. You're physically not the same guy that you were when you were 20. Is the future coming faster than you might have expected? Brooks answered, mentally, I still think I'm 21. But the last three years, there's a realization that I'm not that young person anymore who can go jet ski or waterboard or whatever. Getting out of bed now takes 30 minutes to get going. You have to change your lifestyle. I've probably packed on 10 to 15 pounds after the knee surgery because I can't be as active as I was. I can't go run. I'm never going to be able to run again. You're parking closer to the door than before and all that. I've had to switch up the way I eat and the way I train. When I was 25, my metabolism was a hell of a lot faster than it is now. I could eat anything. Now I eat more anti-inflammatory foods so that I can feel better. There are certain meals the chef will prepare when it's early versus late because I have a long time or short time before I can eat again. I can go full speed on a bike, but I'm not going to be riding down to Miami like Camila Villegas back in the day. Okay, so that was the first one. And then... I'm going to continue to stroll down here because he was asked about these lifestyle changes and his ability to kind of make changes that are major life changes because he feels it's better for what his goals are. And that when you do that, it's going to change your relationships even with people because maybe it's an activity you're not engaging in anymore. And I don't don't mean it to sound nefarious. It could be something along the lines of, like he said, jet skiing. Well, the jet skiing friends are people you wouldn't be hanging out with as much in that setting. So Matt asked him, he said, has has that made relationships hard to sustain? And he answered this. Here's Brooks' response. Every great athlete struggles with that compared to a normal person. My family relationships aren't as good as they would be if I were a normal person. Sometimes I come home on an off week and I know my parents want to see me, but for two or three days, I need to decompress and to get out of that mode or I'm going to stay in it. That makes it hard to have friends or dating or family. What makes it even harder for some players is that it's difficult for them to say no. Over the past few years, I found that because I've grown into myself, I'm genuinely happy inside. It's easier just to say no. That's hard for some people to hear, especially my parents or my brother Chase. I don't get to see my brother as much as I'd like because he's on his own grind. I don't have the relationships in my life that I would want, but I want to be the best golfer I can be. So for another 10 years, it's just going to be what it is. And that's the sacrifice you make when you're on the extreme and when it comes to the mental side. Absolutely fascinating stuff for him. So... I'm going to continue down, scrolling down here and find some other ones here. He had, he, there was a question he was asked about mechanisms. Uh, this is, this is uh, Matt Rudy's question. from You can find it at golfdigest.com in this exclusive interview they did with Brooks Kapka. You're surrounded by mechanisms, social media, this interview, television coverage. They're designed to remind you about the past and ask you about ongoing beefs with certain players uh, to get you to speculate about the future, perhaps. How do you stay balanced, he asked. Brooks answered as follows. That's sport. That's your job. What did uh, Marshawn Lynch say? Take care of your mentals. 
Your mind is just as important as your body. No athlete is ever 100%, but I'm there to play golf and play the best that I can. There's going to be days when I suck. There's nobody more embarrassed about it than me. Sometimes walking through the fans and they're giving it to you, the eyes go down a little bit because you don't want to make eye contact with anybody. At the same time, you have to be strong enough on the inside to say, that's just one day of my whole life. That's not me. Your sport cannot define you. That's something else I find interesting in the Osaka documentary. She didn't seem to have any hobbies or friends to keep her grounded. That makes me realize even more who I am because I have those friends who just view me as me, which I thought was another fascinating uh, question and answer. Following that, he was asked by, by Matt Rudy, I wonder if Tiger had anybody like that in his life. I don't know if he relaxed for 10 years. Brooks answered, I'd say that's right. The way I'm wired, I'm all on or I'm all off. Maybe I didn't understand that the first 25 years of my life, but in the past five years, I've been able to own who I am and find that happiness. I don't know if that's because of Jenna or because I understand more how things work, but you mature a little more. Can't put my finger on it, but when it comes together and you see what works, you say, this is the program and I'm going to stick to it. Uh, Fascinating. So from there... Again, more questions and answers. It's a long article. Uh, he, the Ryder Cup give and take obviously is getting a tremendous amount of exposure in the media. Uh, and I want to I scroll down to that. You can tell by the, the process I'm going through. I'm scrolling as I'm chatting to you guys. It takes a while to get through it because it's a long article. Again, you can find it uh, at golfchannel.com. All right, so he was asked, for virtually all of your career, You get to set the schedule and make the rules and be responsible for your own performance. How does that mesh with the Ryder Cup experience? Is it strange being on a team? Brooks Kepka answered, it's different. It's hectic. It's a bit odd, if I'm honest. I don't want to say that it's a bad week. We're just so individualized and everybody has a routine and a different way of going about things. And now it's like, okay, we have to have a meeting at this time or we have to go do that at that time. It's the opposite of what happens during a major week. If I break down a major week, it's so chill. You won't believe, even if you believe me, you won't believe me. But, but I go to the course, I play nine holes, I work out. Other than that, I'm sitting and watching TV, taking my mind off golf with relaxing stuff. The physical part, I can handle. The mental side, you have to be able to turn it off. Sometimes the power comes from being able to turn it on. But for me, I get the power from turning it off. That's been a huge, huge thing for me that I really haven't understood until the past five or six years. And then he said, right about when you started winning majors? And he goes, yeah, it comes from understanding who you are. Then he was asked, but as you said, at a major, you're only concerned about yourself. At the Ryder Cup, the dynamic is different. And Brooks answered, it's tough. There are times when I'm like, I won my match. I did my job. What do you want from me? I know how to take responsibility for the shots I hit every week. Now, somebody else has a bad shot and left me in a bad spot, and I know this hole is lost. That's new, and you have to change the way you think about things. You go from an individual sport all the time to a team sport one week in the year. It's so far from my normal routine. I can barely see my my personal team. It's hard even to go to the gym. At the President's Cup in New York, we had to go to the gym at 5 a.m. to get it in. We went to the Equinox, and it was me, Dustin, and Tiger, and we came back to go to the team meeting. Under regular conditions, I take naps a lot. I might take an hour, hour and a half nap, or just chill on the couch and watch Sports Center. 
before rounds, after rounds, whatever. There's no time to do that at the Ryder Cup. There's no time to decompress. Really interesting stuff. And from from that standpoint, uh, he was asked, this is an excellent interview, uh, golfdigest.com is where we found it. Uh, he was asked, and again, I'm not, these are not sequential questions. Understand, I'm jumping around this very large article. Uh, he was asked, what about the Olympics? You turned down a spot as a replacement for Bryson DeChambeau this year. And he says, I'd love to play in the Olympics. But this year, I have gotten there the day before without seeing the course and with the time change. I didn't even have my clubs back from Europe yet. It would have been tough for me to be prepared. I'd love to represent my country. I think that's fun. It's just maybe not in my DNA, the team sports thing. Okay, so there's much more to it, as, as I've mentioned there's multiple times. There's one more, times. Maddie, I wanted to read that I forgot to Yeah, you found one too? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, at the very end, this also made some waves. Although this, to me, what I'm about to read here, his answer which really blew up, in the, at least in the United States, Matt. I know you're a little severed there. You get disconnected a little bit when you go to Ireland, but yeah. um, not in a bad way. It's good for you. <laughs> I hope you're having fun. <laughs> I am having fun. But um, he commented on his ability to win more majors than Tiger. Uh, Matt says, has Tiger set the bar out of reach? This is Brooks's answer. In my mind, I'm going to catch him on majors. I believe that. I don't see any reason that can stop me. I'm 31. I have another 14 years left. If I win one a year, I got Jack. People misconstrue that as being cocky. No, that's just my belief. If I don't have that belief, I shouldn't be out there. If you don't think you can win, why the hell are you teeing it up? Yeah, I'm just going for second place this week. There's a lot of that on the tour. Even elite players are very happy with that. Second, sports are made to have a winner and a loser. You're one or the other. Now, people blew that up the same way they blew up the Ryder Cup and, and team side of what you were just referencing. That, to me, what I just read doesn't bother me that much. I mean, I feel like that mindset that he's sort of showing there is very much the mindset of any great champion in the history of any sport. So that seems that's normal to me. I don't think that's cocky. I think that's no big deal. But the stuff you were talking about, him growing into himself and, and his dynamics with a team, any team, that, to me, is the fascinating side of, of all of this. My, my take on, on what I've seen and heard from Brooks Kepka, and as Dom noted, uh, being here in Ireland, I don't get the same impression as you would get back watching us in the United States, say, because that's where the majority of our audience is, where you get inundated with opinions, and opinions tend to shape uh, at large what everybody says or how they weigh in. And I realize that that's... Sometimes I'm wacky with these things. But my thoughts on what, what I just read from Brooks Kepka was I actually didn't hear anything in that article that I didn't like. Uh, now, I know that flies in the face of, of all the people that will say, what? What about all the stuff he said about the Ryder Cup? And now he, maybe he should step aside. In my view, the only way that Brooks Kepka should step aside from the Ryder Cup is if he is physically unable to play because of the wrist injury. Other than that, everything that Brooks Kepka said in that interview is consistent with a large percentage of players that have played in the Ryder Cup over the years. He never said that he did not want to represent his country. He never said that he wasn't proud to represent the Stars and Stripes. That never came through. What he was explaining was for an individual sport, it is very different 
and very odd that you have a week where in this week and say in the president's cup week, you're thrust into a role where now you are part of a team. It is a different role. What I like about Brooks Kepka is that Brooks Kepka has the intestinal fortitude and the conviction to tell us what he thinks. And we constantly are asking that of our public uh, people, whatever, whatever way you define them, whether they're celebrities or, in this case, sportsmen or sportswomen. We want them to be honest. And then they're honest and we grind them through the crucible of our particular opinions and mass or individually as though it was lacking tack. And maybe it was, but it wasn't lacking honesty. It wasn't lacking candor. And he's always been honest with us. I think we tend to beat down our whoever they are, in this case, athletes. We tend to beat down our athletes to a point where they start to talk in platitudes. They really don't tell us what their opinion is and what they think. Here, Brooks Kepka told you on the inside what players go through participating in a Ryder Cup or in a President Cup in, in this case. He never said it wasn't fun. He simply said that it's difficult and that it is different. And the whole team thing, he's trying to figure out if he really fits into that. And I'm telling you that applies to far more players than you would believe. But we want to believe that it's just this is the greatest thing in the world and I'll do anything that you want. It's not always what it is. It, it, for example, when we talk about the Olympics, think about how Rory felt when he was first asked about the Olympics. He was asked at the Open when, when the interview happened. And Rory said the quote, uh, I'm paraphrasing now, it's not my job to grow the game. That was a frustrated Rory McIlroy. And the Rory McIlroy that made those comments at that time wanted the world to know that he did not have to be constrained by what other people are telling him he has a responsibility to do. That's what really upset him. He felt like the, the, the people in jackets around the world of golf were suddenly going to Rory and say, well, Rory, you have to do this. You have to help grow the game. This is a critically important endeavor. When Rory was there for Rory, and I'm not talking about individually, I'm talking about for the fact that he was playing on the GUI, he was representing Ireland, Rory came back and told us how his mind had changed and how great an event it was. I think we should allow Brooks Kepka, who already said he'd love to represent his country, but I think we should allow him the same latitude to learn that this is something different and this is something fun. Now, granted, that's not exactly the same team experience that he may get intensively in a Ryder Cup or in a President's Cup. Uh, but everything that I heard in that article, it didn't turn me off to Brooks Kepka. It didn't cause me to say with, with a, a Bible and a pitchfork and a five iron in hand to storm City Hall and say, throw him off the team be, because he doesn't have the right attitude. I think, I think it, what's important with Brooks Kepka is to realize that he's affording the world here to let him know his honest opinion on something. I think we should respect the fact that he has an honest opinion, very much respect the fact of the commitments that he is making. You know, they, they use the word sacrifice a lot in golf and, and otherwise and, and kind of this, you know, uh, this collective world that we're all a part of in, in, in terms of the travel amount of time that we spend on traveling and all the rest. But if you got right down to it, I don't think there's anybody that's involved professionally working in the game who makes their living from the game of golf that wouldn't tell you that we're incredibly uh, blessed to do what we're doing. That That is really wrapped in gratitude more than anything else. Uh, yeah, the sacrifices that one hears – don't sound like much of a sacrifice when you say I'm unable to take a nap and, and uh, I, I'm, I'm unable to uh, eat with what my chef prepares for me on the schedule that I want. I'm unable to hang out and just chill out and just do my own thing because the responsibilities that go 
with these big events and contrast that to the person that's hearing or reading or seeing the story uh, while while they're sitting inside of a cubicle someplace at a job that they very well may hate with two weeks a year of vacation if they're lucky. I get that and I respect that perspective on it. But I also do respect tremendously that Brooks Kepka gave us the view from the inside of his world and from his heart and his opinion, and he didn't hold any of it back. And my feeling of it is long may that continue. I do, I do hope that, that Brooks continues to be as strong-minded as he is and that he's willing to share with us what is on his mind. And frankly, I think we should, we should treat it, which I realize doesn't happen as much in society today, but we should treat it with respect and say that is his opinion. And it's okay to have an opinion that you or someone else may disagree with. We'll be back with more of the Fairways of Life show. Live from Ireland, pxg.com. Check them out. Gen 4 products are out. They're opening a new retail store next week in Dallas. I know. You're like, uh, Maddie. that's the Ryder Cup. Still, Golf Channel is going to dispatch me down there. I'll shoot down down and back to Dallas for the day and and bring you everything that's going on there. I know Terry Bradshaw is going to be in town. There's a lot of, lot of uh, celebrities and ambassadors for pxg so it's it's going to be fun to, to feature what they're doing because it's such a unique path but you can set your own unique path with their product by checking out the new gen 4 product aluminum vapor technology x-core technology and more pxg.com is a great place to get started or you can call 844 play pxg pxg nobody builds golf clubs the way we do period back with more from valley bunning after this Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours, and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles, and they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. I'm Tiger Woods, and I chose Bridgestone. I wanted to be with a company that I knew, and then on top of that, that made superior products. So I did. I came back, and I started playing with the Bridgestone Tour BXS, and it's allowed me to maintain the spin and the feel I like around the greens, especially my short irons, but also have that penetrating flight through the wind. The aerodynamics have been phenomenal. I know the quality that Bridgestone has, R&D that's available to them, and what they were able to create that helped me win golf tournaments. Even though we're in Texas, we don't believe that bigger is always better. At Ben Hogan Golf, we believe in something called micromanufacturing, a concept Mr. Hogan taught us long ago. It's a belief that handcrafting golf clubs one at a time to your exacting specifications is the reason we make some of the best quality and best performing equipment in the world. And we don't believe in big prices. That's why we only sell directly to you at BenHoganGolf.com. Let me ask you a question. Are you in pain in the golf course? 
You know, pain management is a crisis in America. It affects over 100 million people and 35% of golfers, but now we can do something about it. BioFit 360 is a new company here to help us manage and alleviate that pain naturally. They've developed a formula that safely extracts CBD from the hemp plant and utilizes all of its healing properties to help us. They have a relief cream, they have gummies, they have sleep aids, and much more. It will change the way you feel on the golf course and in life. All you need to do is head to BioFit360.com. Feel better, do better, be better. Hi, I'm Brian Hammonds. You country club members can now represent your club and compete in a Ryder Cup-style event. The inaugural Country Club National Championship presented by Fuzzy's Ultra Premium Vodka. It's October 12th through the 17th at Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. The field is limited, so don't delay. For more information, go to ccncgolf.com. That's ccncgolf.com. I hope to see you and your team in Orlando. Streamsong is so special with three top 100 U.S. courses designed by four legendary architects. Tom Doak's Blue Course, Bill Core and Ben Crenshaw's Red Course, and Gil Hansen's Black Course. Secluded by thousands of acres, the greatest golf stories are lived, not told. Streamsongresort.com Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Log on to pxg.com. Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. Welcome back, folks. We are live from Valley Bunyan. That's the 10th green you're looking at there as our drone flies over it. And then the hole that it's starting down, this is the par 4 11th. This has been called the greatest par 4 in the world by no one less than Tom Watson. Uh, there's a lot of pictures of Tom Watson here. He loved this place. He was one of those that, now obviously for a place that's been around since the late 1800s, you can't say that Tom Watson discovered it. But from a world stage, he very much made people aware how special it was. This is the very next hole. This is the par 312th. And the drone actually takes away how high that green rises up. It's, you feel like you're hitting up over a mountain. It, the shot plays about 200, 210 yards or so. Just spectacular scenery here. And you, and you do very much. I, I know it said so much about these Lynx golf courses that it almost sounds like cliche that they, they weren't actually built. They were just simply, uh, you know, cut the, gra- cut the grass and, and off you go. Uh, and there is some merit to that perspective with, with these dunes. These dunes were not moved into position. It's going to stand in, in stark contrast, for example, to Whistling Straits this week where you're going to look at it and go, wow, it looks a lot like a Lynx golf course, but that was 100% manufactured. These these dunes that you're looking at uh, were created by the sea. This Lynx land was formerly covered by 
the ocean and as it receded and it left all that sand behind through the years and years and years, millions of them, that it just formed these land masses. And the reason why these Lynx golf courses exist by and large is because they weren't great to build on. It was just such a heavy sand base. So they used to use them mostly for cattle. So the animals would, would cruise around there. They, there is, you know, there's castle ruins and different parts of these uh, courses like we featured earlier in the week and at Tralee. But I mean, this is just so spectacular. Look at, look at that whole location. Look at where the pin is on that 10th green there in the front. That's, that's pretty much impossible to get at. And the wind comes ripping off the sea all the time. And then you have this tee shot here at 11. And I'm not sure if you can see it from the drone, but the, the fairway plateaus. And then it drops sharply about 30 or 40 feet down into kind of a, a, a craggy area that's, that you hope to get a good lie. And then the green itself is protected by, by two dunes standing as sentries to the entryway. And that's all on one hole. That's all that par 4 11th hole that is that spectacular. Now, this drone footage you're looking at here to your left is the green of the par 3 15th, which the approach is protected by that massive dune that's just left front of it. You literally can't see over that dune from the tee box. It's so huge. And then the par 5 16th was the next hole. Look at this. Is this amazing or what? This is Ballybunion, as I mentioned, one of the grand cathedrals of the game. Uh, so you let me know, and Austin Ernst were asked to assess. Now, their, their team lost at the Solheim Cup, but in this discussion about representing a team, representing a country, they were asked together kind of to assess what the experience was like for them. Yeah, it was such an incredible week. I think definitely the most people I've ever played in front of. In front of, And honestly, it was just like so many people that it became a blur. But it was a really, really cool experience. And I, I think I really enjoyed bonding with the team, you know, getting closer to a lot of the players um, that I wasn't with wasn't wasn't um, close with before so definitely that and just the whole environment I mean incredible atmosphere and it just makes you so much more motivated for you know the next two years and just every year after that I just want to make it make the Solon Cup every year every two years but yeah it was just a lot of fun and as a rookie I think that was just one of the best things I could have experienced. I thought it was great for women's golf um I think Europe played great golf and it really came down to putting and and they made the putts they needed to and and we didn't make as many unfortunately um but i thought the fans the crowds were unbelievable um it was it was such a cool experience and i mean i got to play in 17 and obviously to get to play this year on home soil again was unbelievable i think the amount of support we got um at inverness was just so cool to see and we were we were talking about it would be fun if if every week we got that many people um, but I thought I thought it was a great week to see so many young kids out, young girls, even in practice rounds, um, getting to watch us and and hopefully want to want to do the same thing one day. But I thought it was just a great showcase of women's golf for the week. The Dutch Open is underway on the European Tour, and Graham McDowell is there. Remember, he's one of the vice captains of the European Ryder Cup squad for uh, Padraig Harrington. He was he was asked to talk about having so many Irishmen involved in the Ryder Cup, uh, which is perfectly apropos for where I am right now. And I guess for, for where I'm sitting right now, I like that. Uh, from there, what did you learn from being a, a vice captain last time at Le Golf National in, in France? And is it tough to concentrate to compete this week when you know the Ryder Cup stands next week? 
Yeah, I had my Apple Watch on yesterday when I was playing my practice round, and it kept uh, it kept blowing up. You know, it was just buzzing text messages coming in. Um, you know, we have you know some some WhatsApp groups that we're on with stats and uh, you know the vice captains and the captain. And you know, now that we have the twelve players set, it's exciting. It's exciting to start kind of working on the chemistry, working on the pairings, working on our strategies regards you know what we want to do. Friday and Saturday into the weekend, and uh, it's exciting, you know. I mean, listen, I wish I was playing, but uh, the next best thing is, is to be part of that captaincy kind of uh, backroom staff. And, uh, you know, I'm excited, excited to jump on the plane on Monday morning with the guys and fly it in the charter, and, and you know, you, you get that European logo on your chest. It's, it's just a special thing, you know. It's um, something I have great memories with, and, and I'm really, really excited about Whistling Straits. It would be, nice be nice to play well here this weekend and, and then, you know, put my, you know, take, my, take my competitive you know, golfer hat off and, and put my vice captain's hat on and, and go see if I can do the best job I can for Team Europe. I think I learned that, um, you know, there really is so much more to these players than, 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 than you realize, you know, obviously we – play together we compete together we we know who these guys are from a competitive point of view but understanding what makes them tick you know it's uh, understanding who they want to play with who they want to partner with what kind of energy what kind of emotion they want around them um you know certain guys want to lead a team certain guys want to kind of just you know ride the coattails of the guys playing with there's just so much it's like a study of people you know which which has been incredibly interesting that part for me and uh, you know like you mentioned i mean you know the Ryder cup gives an opportunity for guys to actually share knowledge share information you know week in week out we're right here trying to do our own things we're trying to find an edge we're trying to find those little one one percents here and there that we you know can set us apart from the other guys you come together at a Ryder Cup and you know all of a sudden you've got a Sergio Garcia you know sharing information with you know with the guys in the team room with him you know one of the best players in the world and you got John Rahm number one player in the world you know like you say they drop their guard because they want to help each other out a little bit so that's one of the special things one of the many special things about the Ryder Cup is is the fact that you know you can be surrounded by the best players in the world and they want to help you. They 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 want to they want to help you become the best you can be that week, and uh, you know you create bonds and relationships that uh, that you wouldn't normally sort of create. Yeah, we've been very lucky as Irish players to have a great synergy with the Ryder Cup, you know, and uh, with Podrick being captain this year just continues that synergy and great to have Rory and Shane on the team. I mean, I wish I was there myself, but, uh, you know, as a vice captain, I can I can add as, you know, add some things to, to the team as well, you know, and Leona Maguire a couple of weeks ago at the Solheim Cup, you know, she continues that that Irish kind of passion and that Irish, um, you know, tradition that we have with, uh, with these team competitions, you know, so... Um, um, hopefully we can draw some some inspiration from what she achieved as a rookie and Shane I'm sure we'll be we'll be looking at that and you know I you know visualizing kind of that and, and hopefully he can you know, he's one of my very good friends I think he's a fantastic match player I think he can have a great Ryder Cup as a rookie you know and obviously Rory it goes without saying you know how great a player he is so I think the boys will bring a lot to the team and uh, you know hopefully we can like I say create create some more Irish magic uh, at, the, at this Ryder Cup. Henrik Stenson is also a vice captain for the European Ryder Cup squad, although I think that he was on a tear trying to earn his way in earnest onto the team. But Henrik Stenson was asked about how he hopes to contribute in the week that lies ahead. It is his overall comments on whistling straights as a venue and the team itself with a mix of youths and a mix of some long tooth veterans on the on the European side as well. Uh, he he was talking about the fact that Padraig Harrington called him 
uh, only on Monday to to ask. And, and again, I don't think it was a situation where, oh, I, I, you know, to apply that he should have been called earlier than that. He was trying to make that team. So uh, what it was like when he got the, the call from the captain and how much he is just feeling, I guess, a sense of being honored by being asked to be a part of the squad. Of course, it's a, it's a great honor to be uh, to be getting that call and uh, to be involved with the team. Uh, played on five Ryder Cup teams, and you always got hopes that you're going to be there on a, on another team as a player. But that wasn't to be this time around. So uh, to to be given the opportunity to be part of the team as a vice captain and and try and uh, help out Europe uh, retain the cup is uh, something we uh, we're very excited to be uh, to be part of and uh, something we don't take lightly so uh, yeah we we're looking forward to it he called me up on on monday morning and and said that he uh, he would love to have me as as the fifth and and last vice captain and um, yeah it was it was not a long conversation i i accepted that um, uh, straight away and uh, yeah here we are we we're going to whistling straits and in less than a week, it's it's a mix of uh, huge experience, a uh, couple of guys who are, are going to experience the first Ryder Cups, and uh, and quite a big number of players who, who played a couple or, or more in the, in the past. So it's uh, I think it's a great uh, combination, and uh, we got depth, and uh, obviously a lot of players have been they've been playing very solid. So uh, I'm excited to be. To be part of that and and um, to to get out there and and, and see the boys perform um, at, at Whistling Straits. Up, uh, it's yet to be uh, seen from from our side, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's a course that we that we know of, and and uh, a few players have played either one or two PGA Championships there uh, in the past. So uh, it, it's definitely grounds that we are familiar with. Uh, exactly how they're going to be set up for the week is uh, is, is hard to guess on on our end uh, so far. But uh, we, we, so the course is certainly no surprise to us. And like you say, it's it's right on the on the edge of the lake. It, it's got that British uh, Irish links uh, course feel and look to it. And it hasn't always played that way, depending on the condition. But uh, the look's certainly there. And and uh, yeah, I think it's it's a course that's, that's going to suit our team well. It's a lot of players and, and caddies that that I've known over over my, the 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 course of my career. So of course, being being there for for support, uh, keeping a good good morale, a good good atmosphere throughout the week. Um, we always have a great t- uh, time in the team room, and and uh, yeah, I hope I can can contribute one or two percent to that to that atmosphere and and the well being of everyone. And then uh, of course, as as a vice captain, you're there to to support Padre in his decision, he's the one who's got the 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 ultimate say in in most things, of course. But uh, the vice captains are, are there to support him and, and give their feedback. And uh, yeah, we, we we win and lose as a group, and and uh, we're obviously there to to do a good job together and, and give ourselves the best opportunities to win. So uh, yeah, I hope I can contribute with with little bits and pieces. As you can see, I'm I'm in the banquet room one of the banquet rooms where the big event's going to be taking place uh, this evening i think it starts uh, around six or seven o'clock tonight we won't get done until a little bit later than that the sunset here is just after 8 p.m so that'll be about the time that i think we come strolling in probably uh, pretty wet too because the forecast is a bit ominous later on in the day it looks pretty out there right now so that's just the luck of the draw in Lynx golf and in how it goes uh, now for phil mickelson 
He is one of the great storytellers in the game. It's the reason why if you had Phil Mickelson at an event like this, they would be enraptured with his stories because he's, he's just that engaging and that entertaining. And he had a story that you're going to hear in the comments coming up about he and Keegan Bradley at the president's cup and some advice that they got from uh, Fred couples, uh, whether it, it from, from his stand standpoint, he thinks that the corn Ferry tour is a good feeder system because he is enough of a veteran to remember very, very well the days of uh, the Q school and what that meant for so many. Uh, so is it a better system than the Q school? He'll comment accordingly on that. Uh, how recon the mission went to, to whistling straights and and what was it like there to be up there with the whole team uh, as well remember uh, uh, phil was asked to be a vice captain by steve stricker to be around it and i I have a feeling that that was something that was going to be foregone not simply because he deserves to be there with with the efforts that he's made over the years for team usa but i also think that he's getting primed to be uh, the captain of uh, the united states Ryder cup team i think it's going to happen after after italy and he was asked about how great it was to be back playing golf again, uh, joking about the long off season, of course, from the time that the tour wrapped up to where it gets started today. Well, after a long off season, you don't really know how your game is. You could be very rusty uh, after this week off. And, uh, but we're, we're all wanting to get the season started off on a good foot and hopefully uh, play well. I think that, uh, first of all, it's fun to hang with the guys and to have that time together, but also to be able to now prepare for a week, knowing what to expect, who you're going to play with, golf balls, if, if you might change. You have this week to get ready. And some of those decisions are already being made. Oh, yeah, 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 it's cool. I, I mean, the guys, Captain Stricker's done a great job of being very thorough. Honestly, I'm not that familiar. I mean, I'm not that up-to-date on these young guys coming out. I know they're talented. I love the way the tour is using the Corn Ferry Tour as a way to bring upon rookies rather than a, a blind Q school that anybody can play well for in a few days. They're, they're playing well all year. And I think that that's a much better way to, to bring out the best players and have some potential stars in that group. I remember on 18th hole at Memorial, the President's Cup in 2013, coming down to the last match, we're tied. I'm playing with Keegan alternate shot he's he's up ahead of me walking with captain couples and i hit one in there about 12 feet and keegan's nervous and fred puts his arm around him and says isn't this the best like this is the best moment it's what we're wanting to be the position we're wanting to be in isn't this fun keegan you could see him just kind of breathe again knocks that putt in graham to hold the chip shot right in front of him keegan knocks it in front knocks it right on top of him for a tie Captain Couples had, you know, there's been a lot of great captains, but that's an example of one thing of where a captain can uh, make a difference on a player's uh, emotional state. The great storyteller that is Phil Mickelson, and this is the great golf course that is Bally Bunyan. Our host this week, BallyBunyanGolfClub.com is the website if you want to check out any of what we have here. I mean, I'm telling you already, we're going to, I want to talk to John, uh, the, the GM here, because I wouldn't be surprised if they aren't sold out for 22 already. That's the kind of demand that is built up from, from people being locked down for so long. TourEdge.com can be your source for what you're looking for for your game. Just go to TourEdge.com and see their massive product line. They have everything that you could possibly need, including box sets. If you have a 
son or a daughter or a grandson or, or a granddaughter or, or maybe a spouse or friend that wants to play the game if for the first time or to come back into it again and you're looking for something that would be perfect for them, well, Tour Edge has exactly what they're looking for all in one box. These box sets are available everywhere. Uh, touredge.com is, is where you can see it. You just saw the flash in your screens if you're watching us. This is the, the drone footage that we're getting from the company that shot all this for us. And it is absolutely fantastic and so very, very dramatic. Uh, this week, as you can imagine, because yesterday, I think we did 18,000 steps the last time I looked at it. Uh, you walk here and it's it's great exercise and you're going up and down massive hills. Even, even the drone makes it look relatively flat, although I know you can see the undulations, but they're much bigger when you're when you're beneath them and walking up them. So you get a great workout. Well, there's a lot of people that I've, I've heard bemoaning the aches and pains that they are feeling. Uh, Biofit360.com can help you with that. They can help you do better and feel better and be better uh, because they have consulted with thousands of medical professionals to safely extract the CBD oil from the hemp plant, uh, and it's available in whatever form you want, whether it's gummies or, or balm or what have you. Uh, maybe you just want to sleep better. Uh, there's something that you can do to feel better. You do not just have to endure it, and you can check out biofit360.com to get all the information that we beg you, that we encourage you to please look into so you understand what you can do so that you can feel your very, very best. And in this case, for World of Golf, perform your very best as well. So let's talk about the world that we are in. When we come back, a special guest at a very special place. If I told you legends like Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross have designed and inspired more than 10 breathtaking courses and they're all in one place, would you believe me? Where is this special place? How far do I have to travel for this golfing nirvana? The answer could both surprise and delight you. It's right around the corner in the heartland of the country. It's Boyne Golf in Northern Michigan. It's a destination so special, so unique, that you'll think you're playing golf on a work of art along the cliffs of the Monterey Peninsula or the raw sweeping landscapes of Scotland. From elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled golf vacation experience. Log on to BoyneGolf.com and see why they're at the heart of America's summer golf capital. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone, from kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com. It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the all-new Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover. 
Designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try the new Tour B. The Tour Ball. Reinvented. Let's face it, there's no better feeling than getting new golf gear. And where you get your golf gear matters. PGA Tour Superstore is America's number one golf retailer. Whatever you're looking for, they have it. And you can get custom fit. You can shop online or safely in their stores. At the PGA Tour Superstore, you'll always find golf's biggest brands and all the latest equipment right at your fingertips. If you need it or want it, they've got it. Log on to PGATourSuperstore.com to upgrade your game today. Ireland is home to over 400 courses, including a third of the world's natural links and a selection of exceptional championship courses in amazing locations, as well as hosting the prestigious Ryder Cup, Solheim Cup, and the Open. Experience golf like you never have before from Royal Port Rush, Royal County Down, Port Marnock, Lahinch, Valley Bunyan, or Lee. Let yourself be embraced by the culture and history and feel the warmth of the Irish people who will make you feel as though you have not left home, but returned to it. For more information, log on to Ireland.com. Welcome back to Heaven on Earth. That is the absolutely beautiful hunting grounds that we'll be playing over the next couple of days here for the Valley Bunyan member guest. I am so proud to be a member of this grand cathedral of the game as you're looking as roll down drone footage from the par 4 11th hole, the hole that Tom Watson called the greatest par 4 in the world. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. Matt Adams here with you. And I have the honor of sitting alongside of John Eggleston, the GM here at Bally Bunyan. How about that the video footage? That's that was- cool. Yeah, it's fantastic, Matt, isn't it? It really shows the, the different elevations, the different levels, the majesty of the hole, the scale, the scene in the background. Doesn't get much better than that. And I think that is as incredible as it is to see it for those of you that are watching us on the television side, when people get here, it's even more dramatic because I don't think people can appreciate how massive those dunes are until they're standing at the base of them. Yeah, they don't actually, it's hard to appreciate the scale and the, the elevation changes and the drops. And it, it can, it really fits and it really, it really works when you see it. And it just, it's, it's so, it's so impressive. Have you ever been greeted coming down to a show the way you were today when Dom was scolding you for your hair? No, that's that's a new one. I mean, he was cool. I was wondering with my hair uh, fixed or in place. Dom was scolding me for having Come hair. On, I wasn't, was he was scolding <laughs> you for having hair. That's Be why nice, we, I had. I had. <laughs> yeah. So so Dodge Dom was mad because when John sat down, he said, "Look at your hair." And and John said, paraphrasing, he said, "Yeah, but it's gray." And I said, "It wasn't gray when you got the job." Uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> what a job you have done, though. In how many years now? I'm here four years. Absolutely. So it's slipping yeah. by, isn't it's it? It's slipping by, absolutely. Yeah, I'm halfway towards the decade nearly, so that's, that's good. Yeah. The job that, that you have done here, everyone collectively, the, the, the council and, and the members, uh, not only over those four years, but over some extended period of time, whether we're talking about the grassing of the pathways, whether we're talking about the reintroduction of the, of the natural um, marum grasses, it is a steady progression for Valley Bunyan. How much is that kind of the ethos here right now that, that we're not better until we're better than where we were? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a continual process, iterative process. So we started off with the greens, then it was the fairways, the paths, and now the bunkers, and now we're on the deep rough, and we're just making that more natural links-like and just scarifying that, refining it, making it better, improving the framing on the golf course. So that's that is just the start, and then you go again. You know what I mean? So we're 
we're moving slowly through it and we're, we're happy with the progress but it, it does take time it is a multi-year pro it's growing. program yeah, and it's, it's growing grow. yeah. you know and we want to do it in a sustainable way that doesn't have peaks and troughs over multiple years so we want a continuous improvement is the is the objective here my guess of course is jeff Klinger this year and and he hasn't been here in a few years and he's looking at all these beautiful things that you have done. And he said, Oh, by the way, which is a reflection of our golf, I guess he goes, Oh, by the way, how did they make the course even longer? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't make it longer, but I suppose by, by tightening the fairways and actually improving the framing, it does make it more difficult. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and it does make, but it makes more of a challenge. You know, when he, everyone's, the only people come off the course and the course beat them up, but they say, but I had a great time. Of course I enjoyed they did. it. Of course you know? they did. When, with everything that we've all gone through, to have people, and as many as we have, descend on Bally Bunyan. Now, you've been busy since Ireland reopened, but to have this – golfers are the lifeblood that, that courses through the veins of any golf course. And to have everybody back, and we've got this – you can see the room behind us uh, when, when, they, when it has the two shot up. It's huge banquet room here, and it's not the only room we're using on the second story to, to accommodate everyone. How excited are you just to have everybody back here? Oh, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, it's no idea. Last year, we had no visitors from overseas. It had a huge impact on the town, both accommodation-wise, both uh, staffing-wise in the club and staffing-wise in the ancillary services like caddies. I mean, the caddies, it's their first uh, reasonable work in, in, in a year and a half, which is fantastic. I mean, you have 80 people, 80 caddies who are dependent on the club that way, and there just was no revenue, no income. And that's replicated across the whole Southwest and across the whole of Ireland. In, and these clubs are exist in small rural communities. So, I mean, the clubs are really significant employers in those areas. So it's for region development and for sustainability. It's very important to get the business back and get people coming here again. And it's fantastic. And I mean, people really do appreciate the tourist uh, input rightfully from, from so. the States. Yeah, rightfully so. Now, to that point, clearly there's pent-up demand. And you can't blame anybody for it because they've been dying to go out and do things. And, and maybe during the quiet periods and when they were on lockdown during COVID, they decided, you know what? Life is too short. I'm going to go and do what I want to do. And I want to play the best links golf courses in the world, like Bally Bunyan. How much is your tee sheet already feeling the pressure in 22? Well, I mean, 22, there's under a lot of pressure, especially in the earlier part of the season, because if you think of it, the people tend to stay with the same month they've booked. So because people have come this year in August and September, paradoxically, even though they are the, normally the busier months, they aren't as busy next year. Mm-hmm. Next year, the busiest period is actually May, June, July, the periods where people who rolled from 20 to 21 and I got on to 22 just came to, kept the same dates. So it's actually... You're trying uh, to fit them all in. You're trying to fit them all in. Wow. But it's great. That, I mean, it has been great that we've got some significant volumes through this September and this August because that will actually alleviate the problem. Oh, it's perfect. Uh, BallybunnyGolfClub.com is the website. Now, if someone – is that how you primarily want people to contact you if they come Absolutely. to you directly? Absolutely. Uh, if, if some – they're calling you they're calling they're them calling right now. They're calling yeah. stop this. Oh, you're fine. And so if, if people are looking to – whether it's just Ballybunion they want to come to or whether they want to I don't know, go to Tralee or Dukes or Kianchbal or whatever it is in, the, in this particular area, uh, is it – something that they can call here and your staff kind of help them get sorted a little bit? Absolutely. I mean, if they're coming to, if it's coming to here in Tralee, we can help them with um, accommodation and pass them on to local providers. But if they want to get a broader tour, and um, we can we would refer them to Swing, which is our overall umbrella marketing group for the Southwest. Uh, the SwingGolfIreland.com is Brenda Keo, who's on with us from Tralee, so that you can, you can get things sorted there as well. There are a lot of options, but I always like to let people know too, 
if you want to contact the clubs directly, you can. And they're very nice people, and they're, and they're going to help you along the way as well. So it's, it's, it is absolutely brilliant. So overall, you're happy? Everything okay? Absolutely, yeah. As I said, go back to that point. I mean, 20% of our people do come in directly on the website. You know what I mean, over, so overnight, every night. I mean, 50% of our bookings are direct with the club, either interacting with on the website or directly wow. through the office. And the other 50% comes from tour operators. So there are multiple avenues to get here. And we generally get people that come initially to a tour operator and then come directly to the club themselves because they know their different courses. They know their accommodation. They know what about, where they want to stay. And they enjoy it and they love their product. Yeah, that just shows you that particular comment speaks to the fact that when you come to Ireland and when you play golf in these grand golf courses, these great links golf courses, you want to come back and you probably come back a lot. And that's the reason why it's kind of a beaten path and that you know it and you understand it. Uh, before we say goodbye today, though, too, uh, John, I wanted to ask you about none of this would work if you didn't have a passionate local membership constituency as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the local membership, are, I mean, they add to the whole experience of any guest to the area. I mean, we have a member guest tournament here today I mean, and tomorrow and the next day. And this is actually a partnership between the local members and the visitors and the international members. So, it, I mean, memberships, are it makes Ballybunion. It's the, it's the whole ambience, the whole feeling. It's a members club slightly important to us here. That's fantastic. Thank you for the hospitality, my friend. Thanks very much, Matt. Great Thank to you. see you again. Thank Red you. Hair and all. Thanks. Folks, thanks for joining us. Hey, hang, don't jump away. Well, what do you got? Things to do? Nope, not yeah, at all. <laughs> I don't believe that. Uh, thanks for joining us from Thank Valley you. Bunyan. We'll no. be back again tomorrow from, I suspect, this very same spot. It'll be after the, the this banquet has been held the night before. So you'll see all kinds of activity behind us tomorrow because the golfers will be up there having the lunch at that time. We're going to get ready to go and play. We cannot wait to play this absolute gem of a golf course that waits before us. Look at these shots ballybunyongolfclub.com so you can get your own information if you want to see any of it. It is that special. Bye for now, folks. Thank you.